Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 92, recorded December 19th, 2023. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And as we get into the holiday season and wrapping up the year, we, well, it's it's about to be award season. There's some, you know, bigger tentpole blockbuster kind of things out with studios looking to make some money for, you know, Families getting into theaters around around this time when there's little time off. All of that. In short, there are movies. There are always movies. There are always movies, but a little bit more so right now. Are there good movies? That's a very good question. It's a heck of a question. So without doing a whole year in review, we're just going to talk about some, some of the things we've seen recently, things we're looking forward to, things maybe we're not looking forward to exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. but might need to watch anyway yep uh how about, how about you go first you saw you saw uh something recently so go ahead i did i did so i uh i saw hayao miyazaki's latest english title the boy and the heron which is an okay title um it's it's less contemplative less wistful than the original japanese title which translates more to how do you live Mm. we so, don't like question titles in america that that seems to be not, uh, yeah not 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 as much um so little little bit of context around this movie for for those who may not know there was basically no publicity for this other than it's it's hayao miyazaki out of retirement yet again with a new mm-hmm. movie uh had had some things he wanted to talk about this story he wanted to tell so here it is there was no trailer there's no ad campaign really nothing Go in cold was was what Miyazaki-san wanted people to do, mm-hmm. which is what I did. So this and is was that good <laughs> to do that? I'm not sure. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm 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 not. I, I kind of like doing that sometimes. Yeah, but... yeah. Like I I I try to you know with with any movie go in with without too many of my own preconceptions and you know just take take the movie as it is as yeah. it presents itself in in that space without knowing too much about it beforehand i tend to enjoy things more that way me mm-hmm. myself personally me too so if if you're a fan of miyazaki you're gonna find a lot to like here mm-hmm. it's it's got a lot of his his uh sort of characteristic storytelling devices it's uh it's very very beautifully drawn and animated as expected as as expected it is it is gorgeous just to look at uh it is kind of surreal in places very 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 surreal it's miyazaki what what do you expect what, yeah um yeah i am probably never gonna look at parakeets quite the same way again parakeets interesting okay it's not, not herons, much of a spoiler. parakeets all right there 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 is a heron the boy okay. and the heron there okay, there's okay. a heron but there are there are other characters in the movie as well so in in the spirit of the artist's intention i don't want to give too much away about this uh but i i will reiterate it's it's beautiful and surreal and often not quite comprehensible there there are themes and ideas it's it's sort of a fairy tale and more of a an emotional tone poem there's not a not a moral to it exactly like you would think of in a lot of western fairy tales a miyazaki movie never right (laughs) gasp I know Sorry. it's it's yeah I, I I don't know what else to say. It yeah, fits yeah. in very very nicely with the rest of his whole body of work. So I I enjoyed it. There mm-hmm. are are things to chew on. 
uh, some like like I said, there's there's some deep emotional resonance, but it's not always clear what exactly he's trying to say. It it, it kind of is the the question of of its original Japanese title. It's mm. it's it's asking that you know of of its central protagonist and kind of of the audience as well. Mm. It's 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 good. It's okay. it's 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 also Miyazaki, which is not going to be for everybody. If you're into it, you're into it. You're into it. You're into it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Did you did you see the wind rises? Yes. Did you like it better than that? I would say it is similar in a lot of ways to the wind rises. Actually, okay. I, I was I was reminded of it frequently uh, with certain events that that happened to the characters in both stories. So it's it's a uh, very much a companion piece to that one. I think whether it was meant as such or not. Okay. Uh, especially in comparison to to others that right. that he's made. Okay, all right, um, yeah, because I, I kind of found like the wind. I I didn't hate the wind rises, but I found it kind of dull comparatively. I don't know. That's like like I'm not against seeing this, but I was kind of like after the wind rises, like and I'm not, I wasn't hearing a lot of like oh my god. I was just kind of hey, this movie's <laughs> not. So that was that was that that, that was kind of, like well yeah, like you said, we didn't have a whole mod a lot of promotion about it so like that was yeah. sort of on the fence so but that's, yeah, that's which, good which, to know all right yeah that was that was all very deliberate uh the wind rises was meant to be a a different story a different kind of thing than mm-hmm. all and of the other movies yeah. and this is you know very similar to that so, yeah and it and that is a different kind of thing so that makes yeah yeah all right okay um yeah and so and you saw this with mike too right I did. I did. Yeah. Our uh, our our friend and uh, occasional guest on on this show, Mike. Yep. Yeah. 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 Friend of the pod, Mike. Evil Dead Rise, Mike. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. Well, it's gonna. It is the holiday season, so I may actually get some time to go see it. So. Yeah. Um. So what I what I got to see recently. Um. I got to see Poor Things, which is uh, Yorgos Lanthimos's Lanthimos Lanthimos Lanthimos. Um. I'm sorry, I'm messing I... it up. Yeah, I, um, I I can't help here. Yeah, um, it is literally Greek. It is it is literally Greek, too, yeah. and, and um, I have I have no frame of reference on it. Yeah, um, and um, so uh, and I've I've liked the movies of his that I've seen. I I enjoyed um, the Lobster the most. Um, I did mm. I did it like the favorite. Well, I think the we talked about the favorite when it was nominated. We did. And, we did. And this has you know things in common with it, but it's a lot more f- like fantastic. It's uh, it's got a lot of bizarre fantasy elements to it. Is is what I mean when I say that, mm. and and it's um, it's still weird, um, <laughs> like his his stuff is. Uh, uh, you know, like a couple months ago or like a little while ago, I wrote an article or I, I I wrote a review for Dream Scenario, and in it I was like, sometimes you can boil a movie down to a question, and you know, for that movie it was, what if Freddy Krueger was sad? Um, in this case, I would say like poor things is like, what if the Frankenstein monster was really horny and that's sort of what happens. <laughs> it's uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it is about um, Emma Stone. Um, she plays Bella, who is a, a woman who has been reanimated. I won't get too far into the logistics of her reanimation. Um, but yeah, so she is uh, rebirthed in a sense and is kind of relearning the world because of that. And she is brought up by by uh, Willem Dafoe, 
who is very, very Victor Frankenstein in a lot of ways. Um, and actually, and like the, all this Frankenstein talk that I'm bringing up definitely makes sense because like his character is called Godwin, who she calls God. Um, and so his, with his name Godwin, it should be remembered that Mary Shelley's maiden name was Mary Wollstonecraft Godwin. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's all right yeah. there. And uh, yeah, it is, it is a, it's really funny is the thing it's like i mean it's dark humor but it's also not always dark it's like it's very funny it is a little long um but i did have a good time it's um bizarre in a lot of fun ways it's got this kind of steampunk aesthetic to it and all these really neat visuals that are really cool and like i think that for that it is it's definitely worth sticking out it's got a lot of oscar buzz already um i think I think I think best actress is going to be really stacked this year because I kind of get the feeling it's going to be Lily Gladstone, Emma Stone, and and Margot Robbie for sure for three of the slots. So we'll we'll see what else pans out. But uh, yeah, no, I uh, I really like it. Um, it's very weird, but I had an enjoyable time. I yeah, I'll I'll yeah. When I talk about things to watch during your long holiday, I'll I'll expound on that a little bit. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I I can't help but be you know kind of curious about this. I'm generally a, a fan of Emma Stone. I I like watching mm-hmm. her work. She's she's good. It's, I haven't seen she's everything. Really good. Yeah. There there are certain it's like, okay that doesn't particularly interest me regardless of who's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that happens sometimes. So uh, all all that said, and you know the the previous outing uh, as mentioned, the favorite. I was like, mm, wow, wow, this movie. Um, you're you're gonna have a wow this movie kind of response. Yeah. Like I can guarantee, no, but I, I, I yeah I do think I, it I was funnier. I do think it's funnier than the favorite was. Not okay. that the favorite wasn't funny. I mean, like it was just yeah yeah no there there were definitely some some comic moments in that some some dark and some dry and some just plain weird. Yeah, I had a lot of laugh out loud moments. I mean, it is just plain weird a lot of the times. But uh, yeah, I had a, I had a lot of. La- I feel like I had more laugh out loud moments at poor things than I did the favorites. Okay, okay. maybe well. I don't. And the lobster is really funny too, <laughs> but I that it's hard for me to to say there. Um, yeah, I have not seen Dog Tooth or A Killing of a Sacred Deer from him, so I can't really speak to those. But what I've seen of his, I've I've enjoyed. So it's weird stuff. And I like it weird. Yeah, I as as I recall, I said about the favorite something to the effect of it tastes like a literature assignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember walking away from it feeling like, it kind of reminded me of like Amadeus mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. I, I think that was more just the way it looked than not necessarily like, the, although like Amadeus is also really funny, surprisingly. But yeah, yeah. so it, it sounds like this is kind of cut from the same cloth, if if not, yeah. you know, an I- identical cut. It's 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 the same director. So you're you're gonna expect yeah, some same same things. director, some of the same you know literary devices and, and mm-hmm. some of his same sense of weird. Right. Um it is one of the better Frankenstein movies I've seen in a while. I can definitely say that. <laughs> um it is based yeah. off a novel. I should I you know should you know mention that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, so we have some extra time coming up for us, or, you know, a lot of us in America have extra mm-hmm. time that we're going to have. Some of us have spent that with family. Some of us are going to not do that. And, um, whatever you end up doing, you know, like some things to like recommend for spending your time, um, is, uh, I, uh, so you have, you're going to go to the movies with your family potentially around Christmas and, I'm going to recommend that maybe you go see Boys in the Boat. And by the time this podcast is up, my review for it should be on the website too. 
And like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's like the, the, to boil it down to one little thing. It's just like, it is not a bad movie. It's just not exactly remarkable either, but, but unlike the other options that are going to be available to you <laughs> at, uh, at the theater, this is the thing I would recommend putting your money towards because this is like not tied to any kind of IP. <laughs> and I think that's, I think that, counts for something so yeah that's so i'm gonna i'm gonna recommend going to <laughs> the boys in the boats with your family unless you don't get along with your family and you want to solidify that then go see poor things yeah yeah there's a there's a there's a whole lot of things in poor things that you do not want to see with your parents but if you want to not be invited to christmas next year that might that could be the movie you use <laughs> wow okay yeah 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 sound advice right here on this podcast folks uh-huh. yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, and then next, and now we got award seasons coming up. So like, what are you looking forward to uh, seeing, Tim? So yeah, as as I previously alluded to, things I'm maybe not necessarily looking forward to exactly. I'm I'm further behind on stuff that is for darn sure going to come up in award season. Mm-hmm. It'll be up for you know at least a few of the major categories. Martin Scorsese's latest, Killers of the Flower Moon. It is so stinking long. I have not been able to bring myself to go and see it. It is now, as as we record this, uh, only within the last week or or so, available digitally to watch at home, uh, either for uh, purchase or premium rental from digital storefronts. You know, not included streaming anywhere else, or you know the more common you know five to seven dollar rental. It's like, you know, okay, okay. But it's like 20 bucks. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, like so, that's 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 a matinee and a popcorn and a drink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and at and your house, for, so you can pause it and go to the bathroom during the three and a half yes, hours. So. Yes. And for only five dollars more, you can air quotes own, own it. it. Yeah. So, we'll see about that. Um, and I did see that, and I am going to recommend people do that. Um, the holiday season is around the time when people watch the big long movies, and y'all mm-hmm. seen the y'all seen the Lord of the Rings enough. Watch Marty's movie instead. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So mixed mixed feelings there. Having having not seen it and feeling like I need to see it, want to see it, but also need to see it for reasons that have nothing to do with whether I want to or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. it's in it's in my top three that I've seen right now. Um, I haven't seen everything that's going to be like a this year movie yet, but um, it, it's in my top three right now yeah uh so in a similar bucket although not nearly as long at least in its theatrical cut uh ridley scott's napoleon yep yep that that's where i'm at too it was another thing it was like this it's not exactly long but i knew it was going to be it's not short either it's not short either and it was going to be the kind of thing i was going to have to get like psychologically prepared for in a weird mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah um, and I don't know if that's because it's Ridley or if that's because it's Joaquin Phoenix, but yeah. A uh, bit of both. Bit Maybe of both. both. Yeah, a little both. I am excited that it does seem to focus more on Napoleon and Josephine than just like Napoleon. So that'll that'll probably make it make it more interesting. So yeah. So I think those are the two um highest profile awards mm-hmm. type movies on my radar at this point previously mentioned poor things notwithstanding that's kind of you more little weird indie yeah drama for drama lovers kind of thing Mm. Uh, i'd I'd still call it a comedy before drama yeah well uh, okay fair fair enough fair enough a little bit more mainstream i 
I am curious about Wonka. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I don't know really much about it. As as we record this, it apparently has had a very good opening weekend at the box office, which means that people have gone to see it. Mm-hmm. And and that and the, and the thing, it's gonna be like the easy movie to take your family to yeah. during the holidays, and that's the reason why I'm like suggesting go see Boys in the Boat instead. I got to being out here in the land of the Duwamish and Muggleshoot. I was able to see it a little bit earlier than everyone else, and so I can I can say that. It's a good time at the movies. Yeah, yeah. So something else I am looking forward to, which we have mentioned here previously, is Dune Part 2. Yep. Now due out, I believe, March 1. Mm-hmm. Having been pushed out to March due to the ongoing Hollywood strikes, which thankfully are now over, but everybody's calendars have gone completely out the window and it's, it's all a mess. Uh, due out in March, which means yeah maybe we're going to be talking about it again in a year come next award season we might we might we'll see um i mean like sometimes things that early in the year don't don't get the like the 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 uh, the momentum but yeah everything everywhere all at once came out like in april so yeah and uh, so that that to me would be kind of a tragedy i mean if it's mm-hmm. if it's as well adapted as part one was and and he sticks the landing, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I I am very much of the opinion that this should be part of the the conversation. But because of everything else that's happened, the timing of its release yeah. is not favorable for that. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Um, what I'm looking forward to, is, and I will. I do not live in New York or Los Angeles, so I can't see these right now. Um, is all of us strangers which is i'm not exactly sure like uh what goes on in it um that but it has paul Mescal in it who was in uh after sun last year and i really like that movie mm. and so i'm like really curious to see you know his next next project and it looked like the trailer i've seen it a couple of times and it seems it seems interesting so i'm excited about that but i'm so the thing i'm probably looking forward to the most um is probably american fiction which is a Jeffrey Wright movie based off of a Percival Everett novel. And I, and I actually really like Percival Everett. Um, I, it's, it's kind of funny because this movie is going to be kind of making fun of people like me. And I kind of (laughs) dig that because like, I have a Percival Everett tote bag y'all. So like, I mean, like that is like, I mean, I got it for free. It's not like I bought it. I mean, he just came to the the college in my city at the time. And so I saw him speak and I just randomly got it. Well, it wasn't like a whole thing, but at the same time, I mean, like, I do own this tote bag. <laughs> so uh, I'm really excited about that. It is part of a series of movies that seem to be popular this year about balding professor types trying to write a book. Yeah, that there's at least three movies like that this year. And anyway, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. And uh, yeah. And so I, I do have a couple more recommendations for you. Um, one of the both of these, I believe, are easy to get a hold to and cheaply. Um, now and that is uh, may december on netflix it's todd haynes's new movie mm. and it is it's quite good i think uh, julianne moore or natalie portman could also be in that best actress um category i mean it could or be even both way. yeah or even both really um i have a feeling that they'll choose to campaign one way or the other but it's very much m- much like carol like it yeah. could kind of go either way and um, the the weird thing about it is like, as I was watching the movie about 20 minutes in, I was like, I kind of kept feeling like it was a remake of a Pedro Mamadovar movie. 
Um, but because uh, the plot is very much, it would have been something interesting to see Pedro do. Not that Todd Haynes is a bad director. <laughs> like, I love Todd Haynes. <laughs> like, um, like I'm actually going to yeah. hopefully, I'm going to try to take time um, during the break to finally watch Superstar. Um, this being the year of Barbie, I feel like I should finally like sit down and watch his bizarre Barbie movie. <laughs> like all of it. For, I've seen bits and pieces of it throughout the years. So it's on archive. Anyone can watch it. Um, mm. Yeah. And um, and so it is about a Natalie Portman um, goes to spend time with with Julianne Moore. And Julianne Moore is a woman who had a sexual relationship with a 13 year old in the past and got, you know, got caught, got pregnant, went to jail and then married him after they got out of jail. And so this is about Natalie Portman um, trying to learn about her to play her in a film. And so it's very messy. It's got so many layers and there's like a lot to think about. I, my only big complaint is that I kind of, uh, Ed Lackman's cinematography would have definitely made a cooler movie. Um, It's not shot poorly or anything. It's just like Todd Haynes is like, his last few movies have been by Ed Lackman and you can, you can tell is the only thing. Um, But uh, yeah, so that one's worth checking out. And I actually have a Christmas movie to recommend. Oh my God. Holy Um, crap. I know. And that's the holdovers. Uh, this is Alexander. Uh, okay. Yeah. This I, is... I wondered if you were going to bring this one up. Yeah. This is Alexander Payne's new movie with Paul Giamatti. And we actually saw Payne at the TCM festival this year, just like randomly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it is about a thing. <laughs> Imagine if there was like a two hour movie for those, those like 10 minute scenes in Harry Potter, where they stay home during Christmas. Mm-hmm, um, it mm-hmm. is about a, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of students that are staying at this um, boys prep school uh, during Christmas break. And it whittles down to only be Paul Giamatti and this one boy and, you know, about their relationship and their time with it. And it is, it's uh it is a great movie for people who hate Christmas and <laughs> a good movie for people who like Christmas. It is one of those few movies that's kind of in the middle. So yeah, I, okay. I would recommend it for that. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So like, like I said, at the, the top of the show, there are movies, there are going to be even more movies. There are sure to be awards contenders that neither of us have thought of yet or bothered to see It'll or, happen. Or, or been able to see. Some of these probably haven't even been released yet. Probably yeah. nobody knows about them who isn't a member of the Academy. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be movies. We'll watch them and we'll talk about it here. But for right now, that's our show. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, everybody. And we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye.